Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin here, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here today with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. Happy January. Hey, 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 happy January. It's almost over, friend. I can't believe 2023, January has almost come to an end. Yes, it. We've got one more day and it's done, done, done. Out. I wonder how many people are at the gym right now. <laughs> well, it's gotten pretty thin around the gym, I hear. <laughs> I'm not there, but I was never there. But it's getting pretty thin. And so, you know, it's time to really go back and reassess, right? Mm. So we were on our uh, series on the uh, the millions. And uh, God, we've just been having this kind of recurring conversation about amazing business people who quit who go who go bankrupt or who go back to a job not that having a job going back it is bad but in just saying they in essence almost they give up on their dreams or give up on on themselves in some aspects have you seen that i've seen it i've seen see that like all the time sometimes when you're coaching you do and you know as as much as i can understand to some degree it's always hard it breaks my heart. I'll be honest with you. It breaks my heart. And I know that it's probably in their mind warranted because they didn't produce the results. They didn't get what they wanted in the time frame that they wanted or the amount that they wanted. Therefore, they're saying it doesn't work. And I quit. And mm -hmm. I quit. So today, Misty, we're going to talk about that mindset. We The series is Millionaires in the Making. And here's the truth. You can't make a million unless you have the mindset to do it. So we're going to address some of the common um, loopholes or some of the common challenges that people encounter on their journey to success, to success. And again, we, you frame up success for you. And in this series, we're talking about the millionaire in the making. We talked last week that it's sometimes it's the dollar and we're referring to that, but we know that millions refer to so much more. So if you're training a marathon, you always warn people about that. Um, is it mile 18 or 19? Mile 20. Mile 18, mile 20. you start slowing down, but mile 20, yeah. you hit mile a wall. 20. But sometimes we don't hear about mile 20 when it comes to making millions. Absolutely. Absolutely. So That's so good. Like, hey, you got, you got, there's going to be a mile 20. The things you do, yeah, follow your passion, have your dreams. But like in any race or any sort of thing, there's a mile 20. And I think it's purposely put there. I think God's like, hmm, after you're done with the excitement and the some of that's wearing off, are you still committed? The final tests, right? Because I have never run a marathon, but I heard if you could bust through mile 20, you hit about mile 21, 22, momentum just pushes you in the rest of the way. People have crawled to, to sort of finish. But once they got through that, that mental block at that mile, it did seem that they were able to finish a little easier. And a lot of people don't finish. Uh, true. Only 1%, 1% of people are marathoners. That's a very small number. When you think at a population here, just in the U.S. alone, 7.5 billion people, and there's only 1%ers that are marathoners. And those out of that 1%, there's a lot that go on to be like, well, maybe I could do another one. Like they start off to do one and become marathon runners. Because once you get that success, you want more of it. It's a, sort of something like that. Like I did it. I think I could do more. And 
some of those crazy marathon runners go on to be like, maybe I should run 50 miles or a hundred. So they do, they do. It's awesome because it kind of separates and then you're able to just go to that next level. So you get past that mile 20 and it's like magic. So mile 20 in this race for millions must be the same concept. That's right. You know, and I'll think for a moment or better yet, I'm going to speak for a moment as a coach in marathoning. One of the things I try to do with my athletes is prepare their mind for the journey. And it's just like the same thing with millionaires. But one of the things I tell them is I don't like status quo, if you will. When it comes to running, we could just be status quo and plan for that goal of finishing the marathon. But what I find is that when you train at the next level, a little bit higher than what's needed, you find yourself successful without encountering the hiccups. I get athletes that have been training and doing marathons. I had one lady, for example, have done 10 marathons. She trained with me for the first time and cut an hour off her marathon time. That's huge. God, it's such mindset. I mind when we, we climbed that mountain the first time I made it as far as I could. And then the second time I made it to the top. That's right. That's so right. It, it, oh my God, it, it, it's so, it's the same thing. Your dreams, your money, your health. Like it's that formula. Once you have the formula and you have what's to expect, then it's easier to get through. So what yeah. might be some of those things that people are, um, start to like head first run into? Because I know you've coached financially too. Absolutely. Some Financial, of the, some business, of the businesses. health. I think they all go line to line. Business, life, and health. They're one bucket in my life or in my mind because they go together. If you can press through in any area of your life, you can press through on something else. And so one of the biggest mm-hmm. things that I have encountered over the years, Misty, and you'll love this, the thing that sometimes stop people even thinking about mile 20, they, they can't even visualize they can't even conceptualize going to 20 miles it's like yucky disgusting I remember my first time I'll tell that story later but one of the things that stop people is fear Mm. just this plain old fear can I do it will I do it how will I what if my back goes out what if my legs don't work what if I don't have enough water there like the the what ifs shut them down that's right and you know what that's true in the business world I want you to reflect on how many people you know that say, I want to make a million, I want to be successful, but yet they get in their own way over and over and over again. You know, they get some momentum and then something happens and they see a little glimpse of success and they back up, not intentionally, because sometimes it's really that subconscious working and we're not even aware or the unconscious state that's working and we're like oh what just happened and it's because our mindset we haven't trained it we haven't retrained our brain to see the success that our hearts desire and i and it also goes back to when you have that you could get boggled down by fear or you could get up and moving through action like what is what is that one smallest next action that i could take because your mind is programmed to have you not be successful or than you were yesterday. In our minds, the part of the brain that keeps us alive said, what worked yesterday will work today. And if we try to outdo that, our mind's like, nope, you're going to die. And my whole being is to keep you alive. So let's throw the fears in there. And I love this. I was just at a group last week and um, a young uh, a young lady told a story about fear. And she said, there's an old fable where these people were in a grassy area and on one side they heard this roar like a lion 
just going at it. And they got so scared they ran the other way. What they didn't know is they should have. And she said this, and I was saying it's like, run towards the RAR, run towards the RAR, run straight into it because that lion had no teeth. All he could do was roar. <laughs> and he was pushing everyone to the other side where all the other um, lions ate him because people understand human nature, right? You usually run away from the roar. Sure. And so we usually shut down because of fear. Yeah. Yeah. And that stops us from really walking into our success when you're afraid. And here's the truth. Fear can be real. It is real, period, point blank, period. But the truth is that we have to then decide that we're not going to let fear take hold of our steering wheel. And I've given this analogy before. You can let it in the car. Come on in the car, fear. You've, you've got a space in here. But here's the truth. You don't give it the hold, the handle on the wheel to determine where you will or will not go. You recognize it, you acknowledge it, and you say, you know what? I've got a plan, I've got a purpose, and I'm walking forward in this thing. And you tell fear, you stay right there, I'm on a mission. And then fear you have to- Fear is your guide. You nope. know, they like, fear, drive me. Fear would be like, stay in the garage. Stay in the garage. Don't make a right, don't make a left. <laughs> That's right. And Misty, you may know this, and I'm sure you do in the mental health field. You know, a lot of people, they say that 86% of the things that people fear are afraid of happening, never, ever happen. Oh, and never. so the other percentage then is the things we believe to be true. We create on our own. Mm -hmm. Yep. I just told that to my son and his friends in the car the other day. <laughs> We were driving back or driving to soccer somewhere and I'm in the car and something happened. And I was just saying how I believed something. Therefore it was. And I said, you know, I'm pregnant right now, guys. And they're looking at me like, what? I says, because we have the power to tell our brains anything. If you say I'm pregnant, then all of a sudden you start having symptoms. You're hungry. You, you know, feeling nauseous. No, it's no, no, it's not real. So we have to then recognize those things in our lives. When we're looking at building a business, we have a dream and a goal. There are a lot of possibilities of things that could happen, that could happen. But here's the reality. If you plan for it, you take the necessary steps so that you can avoid as many as you can, you then can allow yourself to set yourself up for success. But what happens is we just get frenzied and we go, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Yep. If you believe it will, it will. If you believe it won't, it won't. I mean, that's the most sound advice ever. Like it's part of that is in the belief and you could set yourself up to fail before you even take that first step. That's right. Mm. So it's time to kick fear in the, to the curb, kick it in the butt. Tell it you have no place right here, right now. I'm doing <laughs> this no matter what, because your millions are waiting for you. Move fear, get out the way. That's right. What's if, number if, two, Misty? If it was only easy to just conquer your fear, um, well, this one we see a lot too, frustration, where you just, you get sick and tired and you become sick and tired. You get frustrated and the emotions kind of take, and then you get frustration usually it's back to the beliefs. It's never going to work. This is stupid. I was dumb to believe this. And you, you kind of just, your mind goes one step out of fear and it kind of just starts to shift to that. This is, right. this is what I don't want anyway. And you almost utilize frustration as a fear tactic to talk to take yourself out of the game yeah 
Yeah. I think of AKA mad, right? You think about grieving cycles or different cycles that people go through. There's fear, then there's anger. That's kind of what frustration is when you think about building your business or launching your business or growing your business or adding something new to your business. Sometimes you, you know, you want to do it. The fear has either taken over or now you've walked past the fear, but then you're frustrated because something didn't work. I found myself in that place many, many times. I'm frustrated with the with the virtual assistant who didn't do it the way I wanted, or I'm frustrated with the fact that my vendors are charging me more than I think they should be charging. I'm frustrated. So all you do is find yourself walking around mad, mad. And guess what? You can't achieve anything in that state of mind because you're all negative. And when you think about success, success is a positive mindset, a positive mental attitude. And you have to tap into that in order to see it. You know, it's off, you have to open your heart to let all the good things in. If you're sitting mad around people, mad, there's no place for it. Mad people can't be magnets. They repulse things away. That's right. And you're right. right, open people are open magnets. You pull things towards you. Like, you attract. I just see it. You see it. That, that's right. Yeah. Like the, well, what's number three? We have fear. We have frustration. And you know, the one I, I think about often is your finances, your financial limitations. Now, this could be a plus or a, minus, a negative. I believe that when you're financially challenged, one thing could happen to really take you to the next level. You become more creative. You can be creative. Let me tell you, growing up on the South side of Chicago with limited resources, somehow I learned how to, even as a young person, launch my own businesses. I didn't know they were quote unquote businesses, but I was doing it. I had nails, I had hair, I was selling cell phones for a little cell phone company. But I, I realized I needed to figure out how to make my ends meet. And at 16, I didn't have a lot of ends that met, but I knew I wanted more. And so thinking about what you want in your organization, and we've talked about this before, taking a financial review, looking at where your funds are going, where you want them to go, what are the limitations and how you can work within them. I am the queen, I tell you, Misty, of making uh, something out of nothing. I think my father taught me that. I watched this man take just a couple of cans out of a counter at my cousin's house and make a full meal for 10 people. How? I don't know, but I'm grateful that that's a skill that I've personally adopted. And I want to challenge you guys to think about that. Don't look at it as a limitation. Look at what can I do? If you have $20, if you have $1,000, $1,500 to 10,000, how do you use that for the best of your benefit? It reminds me, so we were with the family one time and the mom was a drug dealer in a bad way. Uh, and then the, the county said, you can't have your kids if you're going to do drugs. But mom was a pretty good drug dealer. And so we had a family team meeting. It's called Wraparound. And was really looking at mom's got some financial skills. What can we have her have a business of instead of drugs? And um, turns out she was really great at making tamales. So the county rallied around and we did, they um, shift some stuff and they got her a cart and mom right. opened up a tamale business that she expanded with some snake, like different things that expanded, but mom had the, the right mindset, the wrong product. That's right. But it was that strength-based creativity of not beating mom down, but looking at the strengths of what mom was doing, it clearly was impacting her family negatively, but 
she kind of took pride in the fact that she was providing for her family. How do we do that in a more creative way that's not going to lead to her kids being taken away? That's right. Something legal. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about here. When you look at the financial aspect, listen, guys, I, we believe there's nothing you can't do. We all have financial limitations, but there's a such thing as credit. You know, there's such thing as all these different options today, creative financing that exist. that like if them. you really, really want it, find a way. Don't allow that to keep you away from your dreams. In fact, we have episode 33, which was called Fund Your Dreams. Episode 33, make sure you go back and listen to that. We gave you six ways to fund your dreams. If your business is to launch, expand, grow, you know, you, there's a way. There's a way. It may involve selling things out of your trunk of your car or <laughs> out of your garage. But listen, if you did that, and you created the funds you needed, was it worth it? Even understanding the value. I, I go to you all the time about workout equipment or bikes or something, or even watches. So you have a skill, you understand value. If you take something or borrow something or buy, buy, borrow, you buy something from one and you sell to another and both had value, that's a skill. Now that's I get like, oh, that's a hustle. No, that's understanding and having knowledge over products of knowing what you can get it and what you could sell it for. I think you that say it's a hustle. I don't know any business person in the world that hasn't hustled. I mean, I think hustles like in a, in a not in a it's negative, negative context, context, like I'm trying to get something out of you or cheat you out of something, right? Like I hustled you. I got it. That was really worth 40. The, the value of what the person wants who's selling it can easily be met. And the value of what that person wants that you're selling it to can easily be met. And you could make money in that exchange. And a lot of people do that. Even Gary V goes to yard sales on the weekends and That's buys it. toys and training cards That's and right. makes millions in other arenas and finds it fun to continue to make hundreds of thousand dollars in selling and trading toys and cards. It's so much fun. Think about that. Knowing that you can use a little bit of your creativity, a little bit of the bartering or commerce system to create an income. Come on. I'm you know what I bought the up. other day? We've, we've bought them before. Templates. $9 templates. Why? That's I'll right. spend nine bucks in a cup of coffee. I'm now going to spend $9 on a template instead of creating something that I don't want to waste the time creating if it's already out there. So people have your mind the things you could create are valuable. That's Sometimes right. it's just taking them out and creating them. That's right. But you know what? I want to go back to that $9 template that in fact turned to several thousand dollars. You had to make that investment for $9 to buy the template. Someone else spent the time, energy, and effort. And hopefully they capitalize on that by selling thousands of that $9 template. But we then took it and said, okay, now let's create it and put it in our framework and put it out to our community, which then allowed us to create additional income as well. That is genius. And that's why I love the e-commerce, the marketplace that we live in today, because in terms of collaboration, uh, community and the resources that are out here, there's no reason you, you and you can't be a millionaire. It's easier today. Now notice I didn't say easy. It's easier today than it was in years past. We didn't have the technology that we have today. You can go from a hero to zero or zero to hero in no time by simply being creative, putting that fear to the back, 
allowing yourself not to get frustrated as often. Frustration is good sometimes. And then looking at how do I use my finances to help me get there? Yeah. Not using the finances as an excuse not to even leave. That's right. So That's good. right. Well, you know, there's a few other things that are kind of in that mile 20. Um, and this one's a hard one. Ugh, this one is a uh, friends and family. And our joke in the industry is always, why does everyone listen to their broke uncle who's <laughs> never done the things that you're out there attempting to do and, and let that person get into your head? That's right. Here's the truth. And science shows it, unfortunately. There are some friends and families in your life who don't want you to be successful because then you're out-successing them. Mm -hmm. And whether it's conscious or subconscious, it's been also shown to be subconsciously, but people, just like crabs, will bring you down. Whether they're doing it because they think it's for your own good, they don't want you to get hurt, they don't want you to jump after your dream and fall down and break something, or they just don't believe in dreams, you're going to have critics. And the hardest critics to have are those that are closest to us. And unfortunately, sometimes they're the biggest critic. They are the people that are closest to us, which, you know, we've always heard. They're the ones who hurt us the most or they're the one, not always, but that's something that we find. And so when you think about that, your friends and family, they may not be excited about your goals, excited about your dreams. In fact, as Misty said, they're the most skeptical. They're the most threatened by you making the changes in your life. And I know that's frustrating, but it's pretty normal for this to happen. And so when you think about this, Think about how do you get yourself around a community that's going to encourage you, that's going to inspire you, that have a similar like mind than you do. Someone that's going in your, your direction. I know you've heard us say this and you've heard it before. You are the sum total of the five people you spend your most time with, right? Yeah, but yeah and no, right? Not only you're the sum total of those five, but the five that they spend time with because they're very pouring into you as well, which creates a whole challenge. So now it's time to really think about how do you surround yourself with a, a new group of people, someone that's going to hold you accountable, someone's going to support you and maybe be the resource to give you the motivation to keep moving towards your millions because friends a, and family can halt you. They can so stop. You. If you're the smartest one in the room, I think Bill Walsh says it. If you're the smartest one in the room, get a new room. That's right. That's right. Get around others that are where you want to be, going towards where you want to go. And that stuff's contagious. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's so good. That's so good. So we don't let them stop you. We let them, we let them build you up. We find the right ones and we keep moving forward on that dream. But those are things that'll stop you. Don't and worry. They'll ride the limo with you. They don't always want to ride the bus to help launch your idea, but they'll right. jump on that limo when you're celebrating your idea. <laughs> you, you could do it. I knew you could do it. I was your number one cheerleader, right? They're, they're in the background saying all that. And they were like, no, don't do that, Misty. You can hear what she's doing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know, the, there could also be some people in your circle, friends and family that are your cheerleaders. And so we want to obviously acknowledge them and give them love and support when you make that first million. They're the ones jumping in. You're selling a new product. Well, you joined a new company. You got you some know of that what? oil. I'll take some from you. <laughs> you know, what makes me makes me laugh is that, you know, most, and this is really key. If you don't know this already, your friends and family are not going to make you rich. They're only a small percentage of your business. So when you think about what product and service you're launching, don't depend 
all of your success on what your friends and family will do for you. It's more often that it's going to be the outsiders, the cold market that's going to support you to help you create that income. And then later, your family and friends may join. So keep that in mind. And that's some, Just, a hard they, lesson. They still be wanting stuff for free though. What's that? They still be wanting stuff for free or discount. Absolutely. Give me the friends discount. The friends, What's and a friends discount. <laughs> That's mile right. 20. They're mile 20. Gotta love them. Yep. And so then the last one, Misty, uh, we talked about some of your favorite things. And you know, we love alliteration. So we've had all F's, your fear, all your, our fear, F's. your finances, your friends, and then your favorite things. Guess what? Sometimes we gotta uh, set those things aside because we recognize they're not serving mm-hmm. us well. They're not serving us well. And it, it hurts if you're watching Netflix and YouTube and all these things all the time. But realistically, you could spend an extra hour, an extra 30 minutes in your business. Sometimes you got to step it, push it over to the side because you realize that you're dedicated, you're disciplined. That's a word you're going to train yourself to become. And you're committed to reaching your goal. You're never giving up on this thing. And in order to do that, sometimes we got to push things to the side, the friends, the fear, the frustration, right? Even we had to, I love this is, I love how you just said, put them to the side. You didn't say, never do them again. Get rid of them. They're holding you back. No, just maybe you don't watch Netflix every night like you're used to. Maybe you watch it maybe once a week and the other four times a week you're you're working, you're making more phone calls. And I want to just kind of put out there too, Kimberly, in that one season, you had to decrease working out as much as you were running because there was some business stuff you need to hit and you had to switch some things around. So it's, you're just really, if you're in that constant, which we teach all the time too, of review of where am I at and where I need to be, things may need to shuffle. That's not saying forever. Right. Um, One of the great stories I heard was a gentleman who said he loved playing hockey every Friday night, but Friday night was one of the, he was in like a direct marketing and it was one of the direct marketing meetings where he invited friends to, and he's like, I couldn't invite friends if I wasn't going to be there. So for five years, he didn't play hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Now the man owns a hockey court. Like he went out and bought one and he goes as much as he wants, but he That's did right. that fight. He just, he sat down with his wife and said, it, uh, I'm going to on Fridays dedicated to coming to this meeting and inviting others. Mm-hmm. And it was just as simple as that. It wasn't, it didn't have to be like a martyr. And yeah, he could have woke up Saturday morning and played like you could always, and you will, you'll always kind of get what you want. Will you'll make it towards your yourself to always get your fix for things. But it's like you said, Kimberly, it's that, it's that discipline. Where am I going to commit to moving that aside for a little bit and bringing something else in until I'm at a place where I'm going to reinvest back into that because I'm at a financial level that I'm, I'm excited and confident about. That's right. Interested versus committed. When you're committed, you get disciplined and do what you have to do to press that business forward, right? Because we recognize that in order to, to live your dream, to fund your dream and experience your dream, there's sometimes you got to give up something. You got to give up something. And as hard as it may be, it's worth it. There's millions waiting for you. And so in order for you to get to them, you've got to look at, evaluate, reassess what's important. And so with that, let's talk about three action steps, three things that you can do right now today to get okay. you in motion to make sure that you are hitting your goals and on track for your million dollars. Number one, Misty, what is it? If that, your why has to be bigger. Your vision has to pull you. 
than your wants and desires. It's that, that bottom long why. The most powerful people you've seen are the people that started on rock bottom, something about like, I got to feed my family or I'm moving my family out of this neighborhood or I'm moving my family to this new city or country. And you just, you get in there and you do the work because every night you're coming home and seeing your family. You're, you have that connection to your dreams, not... It's not something I dream or I close my eyes and dream at night, but it's that I taste it, I eat it, I breathe it sort of why. That's right. That's right. That's good. That's good. You know, Simon Sinek, which has a very popular book, it says, start with why. Start with why. And, you know, I always say your why has to be so good that it makes you cry mm. because we know that you have a purpose and there's a plan that you want to press through and get to that million dollar finish line, but you can't do it. If you keep giving up, you can't give, keep giving up. You keep forgetting, you keep getting mad. You keep getting frustrated. So we challenge you to start with your why. In fact, write it out, put it on your refrigerator, put it on your mirror, put it in your car, put it everywhere to remind yourself. Because if that why is so big, it's going to make you cry. It's going to keep you doing step number two, which is go to work. Work. Go to work, guys. And I know work is a nasty word. It's dressed up in an uh, overall suit with some boots and gloves on. I love the work. I love the work. But sometimes I don't. And that's the truth. We all have those times when we're maybe planning on doing something fun. And guess what? Work interrupts. But do we know anyway. that. Go ahead. I love you. I always just say, do it anyway. You don't want to do, do it, it anyway. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Because the rewards are on the other side of it. And we're not saying grind, grind, grind and wear yourself out because we know that their sleep is important and family time is important. But we're saying work, not work when you can work, when it's necessary work mm -hmm. to make sure that you're doing what it takes to get to the other side. We so often be like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm frustrated. I'm done. And we won't go to it. I'll do that, too. But then I'll give myself a timeline. I'll set a clock and say, OK, go back to it 30 minutes later. Go back to it, 45 minutes. Go back to it tomorrow because I know I've got something in front of me that I want to see come to life. Mm, I love that. So, so what we about have our two? why. Mm -hmm. We have our working for it. Yeah. What's the secret? What's that third one, do you think, that makes the other two kind of, uh, oh yeah, start again, here I come. Number three. Well, I think about the whole concept of withstanding, you know, I it's so funny in the I, storm, like getting through the storm. That's right. You know, when you think about that, withstand means to remain undamaged or unaffected by to resist the urge to give up. You know, I remember there's a song that says stand and then stand and then stand and stand some more. When your dream is that big and when your passion and your heart and your purpose and you really want to see it. Now, again, we're, we're talking about million dollars in the making. We know that those that have made millions, one, two, three, 10, 20, 50, 500 million, they didn't, they didn't give up easily. They oh, would have said that first one, storm. that first million, that's that, that 20 miles, that first million, they would stand. But once you get there, you take it all the way. They're going to get back. That's right. That's right. And, and then not only that, when you get the first one, you start thinking about, okay, what did I do? What can I do differently next time to make that next 20 mile a, a, a cakewalk? Something I can just breeze through without a thought. And that's why you see so many millionaires that have just, they make the first one and before you know it, they're at 20, 10, 30, 50. 
especially nowadays, we're seeing b -b billionaires. That's right. That's right. You know, and the I think there's something about with sand that doesn't mean don't fall down. You might fall down. It it just means get back up. It's um, it's not over until you quit. That's when it's over. Failure doesn't mean it's over. You quitting means it's over. Some companies have to be restructured, rebuilt, and and they're back again, and the same thing, and restructured, rebuilt, and they're back again. But until that's closed down, it's still in the making. That's right. That's right. Don't get every movie, I, right? You've seen all the movies. You know, it doesn't right. end until the person quits. It's the hero's journey, right? That's every movie. It's based on the hero's journey. Yep. Something happened bad. Then they go through the process of rebuilding. And before you go at the end, they're the hero. They're strong and they persevered. And that's what we have to do. Not only in our businesses, but in life, in life, because we will hit valleys. But here's the thing. There's nothing like the joy that happens at the mountaintop, but you have to be willing to take the climb. Even Are you snakes. ready to climb? Are you ready to climb and take your business to the next level? Guys, we've got something for you. Five-day challenge in idea to impact to income. We want to help you make that climb from where something that's in your heart to actually to real life. We believe in you and you should too. So with that, guys, as we say every single week, there is something out there waiting for you. Now, don't fear it. Go get it.